By coming home, taking his bath, eating nice foods, getting refreshed and setting out his wife, King Kuranjana came to his good consciousness and his family life. In other words, a systematic family life as enjoyed in the ladies is better than an irresponsible, simple life. If a husband and wife combine together in Krishna consciousness and live together peacefully, that is very nice. However, if a husband becomes too attracted by his wife and forgets his duty in life, the implications of materialistic life will again resume. Shri Rupa Goswami is therefore recommended Anasaktasya Visayana, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu 1, 2, 3, 55. Without being attached by sex, the husband and wife may live together for the advancement of spiritual life. The husband should engage in devotional service and the wife should be faithful and religious according to the Vedic injunctions. Such a combination is very good. However, if the husband becomes too much attracted to the wife due to sex, the position becomes very dangerous. Women in general are very much sexually inclined. Indeed, it is said that a woman's sex desire is nine times stronger than a man's. It is therefore a man's duty to keep a woman under his control by satisfying her, giving her ornaments, nice food and clothes, and engaging her in religious activities. Of course, a woman should have a few children and in this way not be disturbing to the man. Unfortunately, if the man becomes attracted to the woman simply for sex enjoyment, then family life becomes a vulnerable. The great politician, Shanakapana, has said, Bhaya Rupavati Satru, a beautiful wife is an enemy. Mm-hmm. Of course, every woman in the eyes of her husband is very beautiful. Others may see her as not very beautiful, but the husband, being very much attracted to her, sees her always as very beautiful. If the husband sees the wife as very beautiful, it is assumed that he is too much attracted to her. This attraction is the attraction of sex. The whole world is captivated by the two modes of material nature, Rajagun and Tamagun, passion and ignorance. Generally, women are very much passionate and are less intelligent, therefore, somehow or other, a man should not be under the control of their passion and ignorance. By performing bhakti yoga or devotional service, a man can be raised to the platform of goodness. If a husband, situated in the mood of goodness, can control his wife, who is in the passion and ignorance, the woman is benefited. Forgetting her natural inclination for passion and ignorance, the woman becomes obedient and faithful to her husband, who is situated in the goodness. Such a life becomes very welcome. The intelligence of the man and woman then may then work very nicely together, and they can make a progressive march toward spiritualization. Otherwise, the husband coming under control of the wife sacrifices his quality of goodness and becomes subservient to the qualities of passion and ignorance. In this way, the whole situation becomes polluted. The conclusion is that a household life is better than a simple life to avoid a responsibility. But if the household life, the husband becomes subordinate to the wife, Involvement in materialistic life again becomes prominent. In this way, a man's material bondage becomes enhanced. Because of this, according to the Vedic system, after a certain age, a man is recommended to abandon his family life for the stages of Vanaprastha 
and sannyas. Om Gyanamati Nanyasya Yanana Shirakya Shakshamitanyena Tasmeshi Yurave Namaha Katarjana Sate Yasmin Vistira Sukhrumare
with great determination and endeavor so much. They're always connected to the Lord, with you to the positive. So this is where we're supposed to come to. But unfortunately, in the material world, due to forgetfulness of the Lord, trying to be Krishna, trying to be the Purush, but actually we are practically really, really enjoy it. We are not enjoy it. The whole purpose of human life is not to be a competitor of God, but to be a cooperator with God. That is the purpose of the Singapore life. We may do so many simple activities. You know, everyone there's always this talk of karma. You know, the artist just your bad karma. But if you do good karma, they counteract it. And there's always speculation, what is actually good karma? If I do something good to someone, how old they cross the road, you know? But what if that lady was like some serial killer, you know, and you have to cross the road to help her without a murder? It's always mixed when you speculate on what actually is beneficial for us. That's why Arjuna, he refused to fight, and all his reasons not to fight were correct according to scripture. But it did not make him happy. You may know everything, you may be correct. But if it doesn't make you happy, you didn't, you missed the point. That's why he went to Krishna. He gave all his reasons, and then all of a sudden he's just totally indecisive. My Lord, I am completely confused about what to do. What is my duty? Please tell me for certain what is best for me. Now I'm going to say the soul. I'm going to decide what's going on to you. Please instruct him. So we must take instruction from the Lord, from Bhagavad Gita, from Srimad Bhagavatam, from the spiritual master. This is the best way to be happy. So many millions of lifetimes have tried to be happy in this Maituna Agraha, this material world which means the practice of sex life. One time I was doing books, sometimes I do books, not just time. <laughs> So I was, um, it was actually here in Melbourne, on Swanson Street, and the cops arrested someone. Some, some guy was doing something, they arrested him, put him down, you know, beat him up a bit, and then put him in handcuffs, you know, besides the cops, he knows about handcuffs and beating people up, you know, causing trouble, he's like a shakya. <laughs> so he puts him in the handcuffs, you know, and then everyone's watching. And then they put him in the back of the panel van. And then I was thinking, okay, everyone's watching. What are they thinking when they watch this guy being arrested? Okay, I better not do what he's doing, otherwise I'll get the shadows. But we're here in the material world, and we will make, please put the shackles on The shackles are sexy. Krishna says, that is lost only due to the contact and all the passion. This develops into wrath. It's the all around simple enemy of the world. This is the number and number one enemy in our lives. It's a lust. Oh, that lust is our number one enemy. It's not ISIS. It's not Al Qaeda. It's not the government. It's not the Australian cricket team or the Indian cricket team. It's, you know, it's not the New Zealand cricket team. It's, uh, 
No, it's lust. What is lust? I mean, you have 1500 but um, it's trying to fulfill the desires of his body, the pushing of the senses of the body. That the great necessity of the living entity is prema, love for Krishna. That by fulfilling the hearing pleasure to the sense of Krishna, that is the necessity of the living entity. And by doing that, Sabadam Kritijam, Mamakam, Shandam Rajam, Ahamtam Sabadapiyam, Moksham, Masacham. Surrender to me. Forget all these other religious activities and processes. This yamya, rafta, dana, this sacrifice, vows, and charity. You just surrender to me. Perform bhakti yoga. What is bhakti yoga? Sabadapiyam, Dimitam, Takpadakinam, Vishikinam, Vishikesha, Sevnam, Bhakti Uchita. You give up all designations of this material. You're not South African, you're not Indian, you're not a man, you're not a woman, you know, you're not rich or poor. You've got nothing to do with this material. All designations are by form of material. Any other material reaction is completely removed. How is it done? By engaging the senses in the service of the master of the senses. That is what we That is what and what is it? Don't fear. It doesn't matter how much sympathy you've done. It doesn't matter how much pious activity you've done. Maybe you do pious activity, you say it. There's another story. One time, like in, in India, I know in India they do it. I went and brushed on the Parikram. So you go through the villages, Chennai, Krishna, Bulaka, and throwing bananas everywhere. I'll tell more about that. I'll talk about that. So, it's really fun. You should do it. It's, uh, we go with one boy named Karshan. So, he does food for life in, uh, in the UK. He does 5,000 plates um, every day to the homeless and students. It's amazing. We've got an amazing kitchen. It's called Krishna Castle. So, how they got it? We used to cook in the manor, but then they had to move out of one hotel manager, he has like an open basement. So he just gave him a basement. What you do is really good. This is all for you. They build a nice kitchen in there and they decorate like a castle on the inside. So as you walk in, alright, and you walk in, you see this, they built this huge, like, I don't know, it's like papa mache. It's huge. It's probably as big as this temple building. On the machine day, like this. Once you walk in, the lights are, the eyes are going to be lights on the you walk in the wall, you know. Then you come in and um, yeah, and it's all set up and he cooks there five thousand plates every day. And uh, every time there's like some protest or like, uh, extinction or rebellion, they come and feed all the protesters and um, you know, even protesters help out cut up and, and uh, there's another university called SOAS that uh, studies for uh, Asian studies. And, there, they've been there for so many years. And um, there's one devotee named Craig Marion, he's been studying for Shadows of the Students for so many years, like 20 years or something like that. So, around that summer, he was giving a lecture there, and uh, it was an amazing lecture, this and that. That's a little bit there. And then the students, they organized like a, a certificate of appreciation for Craig Marion. They like to call Craig Marion to the stage. 
And this is a step of appreciation for all the students to share with the students. The students just went, wow, woo, yeah, yeah. And the whole auditorium went, wow, like, for like 10 minutes. They were so clapping. And he's super humble. He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Parashram, every year, he, he comes to Vrindavan. And he, he does what he does the Prajananda, like Lokna song, like Thousand Louis, etc. up to that. But he goes with Bulakar, and like four or five movies go with him. And we just chant from the Bulakar, going through different villages of Praj. And then they, he's been doing it for over like 25 years also. So what happens is that, um, say, kids like your age will sing, How old are you, Christian? Nine. Nine. So it's after 20 years, you're like 29, right? So the, when, you turn, when you're like 20 in the village, you get set up with a wife and then you marry and have kids and you, know, you grow up there in the village. So the kids who saw Parashram in the night, when he was like coming through from the Mahanas everywhere, they're like, yeah, blah, 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 yeah, and they're catching like everything, they're beating each other up. The whole village comes in, old people and old ladies and stuff. And um, it's just the whole, the whole village, they don't have to it. And we get like small books, 40,000 small books, 40 tons of bananas for this whole month, we distribute. And then you'll just get happy, you know. It's something small, they don't need it. They got like fresh produce, they got, they got their field, they're growing fresh wheat, and the best chapatis we ever eat ever. You know, the British Mercy Roti. Yeah, that's the best. Pretty good, that's the best. British Mercy Rotis. And um, you come through, and you know, the kids already know, and they, they tell the other kids, and then everyone comes out of the house, and they just cry, they're like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, they're fighting each other for the bananas, you know, one old man comes, and he's like, coming into the car, and trying to give him something, and then he trips, and he kind of falls into the, like, the drain, right? And no one tries to help him, they all just laugh at him. <laughs> and then, like, we go to, we go to Ali Bhadrina, and um, they're the most craziest kids. So for them, we don't have bananas, we have oranges. Because they always try and climb onto the car, so you have to throw the orange far away. So they like, stay away from the car. And like, um, they want oranges as well, they don't agree, yeah, it's orange, you know. And like, you know, the national sport in India is cricket. So, you know, so they get to show the catching seals and stuff. And they beat each other like anything these kids, it's amazing. <laughs> and then when you go in front of someone's like hut or house like that, so they see that like um, you know we're coming past so they start calling out, so we throw into the house to you know, it's not really a house, it's like a hut, and they build the sides up with the mud and they keep all the cows on the inside. So anyway, they were throwing it. And you know the ladies, they you see them in the morning, they're carrying the cow down in the bowl, like that. So they don't care, they throw the cow down and they try to catch it in the bowl. Sometimes they miss, and sometimes all the kids just, they know where we're going to throw it, so they go into the house, right? And they try to catch the, the, the oranges or the bananas. And sometimes they miss, and it's like rolling on the floor, and the kids are running. This lady, she doesn't care, she wants orange too, she starts beating the kids with the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it just turns into a person I really like you. Yeah, yeah. And then what happens we camp out there. We don't like we're not with a big park but we camp out there and um, I mean, it's really nice you just sleep under the side of the sun. 
But for dinner, we go door to door, motor car, you know? And we're like, Radishan, Radishan, Roti Hand, Sajjee, Nubi. So good. And then they eat Rotis and stuff, and Sajjee's. Because they're cool, and then you come back to the car, and then you just sit there, and you have to put your hands on them. Rotis before going to bed. So cool. Oh, yeah, before that, we sit up in the village, there's a projector on the car. And then we play like, you know, Ram Lila or Krishna Lila. And the whole village comes, the whole thing, they're all sitting there. Alright, and then there's one small little video at the end, and it's like in bridge busting language, and it's showing how the West is useless. You know, they're killing the cow, little suffering, so much war and violence, and you know, they don't even have fresh produce, you know. They don't even have Krishna. You have Krishna, you have, you have the land, you have the cows. You got the best life here. It's the best material life, actually, that village life. Because they got everything they need. You see that. I think I said last time, but it still amazes me, you know. They do a few work in the hour on the field, and the whole day is in front of the house doing nothing. <laughs> it's chilling. The ladies, they work hard, they milk the cow, um, they fetch water in the morning, and they do their prayers, everyone gets up at like 2.30, and they do their prayers early in the morning, you know. We don't wake up that time, but they wake us up. They're like sleeping, and next to us, they're chanting all the prayers and singing. And then also the old men, they do Harinam 3 in the morning through the village. Yeah. They're like, And then they come next to us and they're like, Where the husband and the wife cooperate together, they're not attached to sex life, 
but they work together to advance spirituality. So he says, he says three times, however, if he's attached to his wife, as, you know, uh, or to enjoyment, then, then it's problems. That's abominable. So three times in one paragraph. So that we need to be reminded again and again. This is hearing, this is education, repetition must be there. So obviously the sex desire can be engaged by having children. When one has children, then the selfishness obviously is cut down, and then we focus on the children. And we already said a good example to that, so then we uh, when they will become devotees. Yeah, I'll give you an example of me. I came to it because my parents, I wasn't, when I was born, they were devotees. But my father became a devotee in family. But me, my brother, and my mother weren't. And what happened, he, he's like, okay, I'm going to give Krishna consciousness in my family. Good luck. <laughs> he had like supreme tolerance and patience. I don't know how he did it. It was insane. Like, this is. Good example of the patience and tolerance he had. I was working in a bar for two and a half years. I didn't drive. He would drive me. It's a half an hour drive from there. He would drive me to Brunswick Street. We ride it. <laughs> he would drive me there at night, fucking night. And he says, You don't get this call, you don't say something such, you call me when you finish up. I didn't work at 4 a.m. For him, he was like, Cool. He was happy because if I would call, he would wake up early and do his own body. <laughs> so he would, he would call me and he would come pick me up and drive me back. Two and a half years. And then each way he would preach to me about Christian consciousness. I didn't know it was Christian consciousness. Like, for example, he would say on the way, because there's all many bars and pubs, he goes, This is all mine. He goes, What's mine? He goes, This is illusion. And if I was Prime Minister, I would uh, close down all the bars. And I go, Dad, no one's going to vote for you then. <laughs> but he was super tolerant again and again. He would just preach it. And it was going in, you know. I, I, I remember saying, thinking that what if he said was correct, but I can't follow it. I respected it. And it came really close. Eventually, Mike kicked me in that right center. <laughs> And then I was thinking, maybe I should change her up. And um, actually, I had, a, I had a girlfriend, and I was complaining to her about, I don't understand my dad, you know? He was reading this, like, Mahabharata, and Gita. I'm just contradicting him. And she goes, why don't you read it too? Like, and, uh, okay, it's all about war, because it's on the cover. <laughs> it's all about war. She said, no, no, you should read it. So I went to read it, I read the first seven pages of the introduction, closed it shut, and I was like, oh my god, probably just went, bye, 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 you rascal, you're a fool, you're doing everything wrong, bye. <laughs> so I had to go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, after a year, being with this, this, this girl in the group of I was all depressed and stuff, and I remember that everything, like, in whatever I tried from material life didn't work out, it was all wrong. So I remember that my, I went to my friends at the hospital about me, don't worry, get nothing else. You know, I went to my car, and I said, oh, you're a good guy, don't worry. And I was like, no, I'm not a good guy, I think it's wrong, so I'm not a good guy. And the only thing that said I was in 
crash out of my mind. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, I can't even bother to eat such. Hey, you know, imagine like your parent and your, your child is a complete liar. And then he comes to the everybody here and like just send me some good. He'd be like, yeah, sure, son. And he was like that. He was just like, yeah, uh, what else do you want? You know, he didn't care. He was like, expert. <laughs> I go, okay. So I went to my mom, she gave me science and self-realization. So apparently they, at the Sunday feast, there was one master here in class that said, this book changed my life. So they actually bought it for me. They were ready for me. That book was ready. Yeah. And I remember I was walking through the city all the time. I see this book distributors all the time. Roger and I always try to sell something. <laughs> <laughs> and I never stopped. <laughs> so merciful that I couldn't see the mercy. So <laughs> I uh, read the book and same thing, Proverbs slapping me and luckily I had my dad there and things I couldn't understand are lasting. I go, like, what's my body? Who is that? He goes, oh, my bodies? So they're actually trying to be God. I go, why would you want to do that, Christian? Yeah, they're trying to be God. And I was thinking, why would you do that? And then I read Christian book. I was like, oh, I'm trying to be God. <laughs> So he was really helpful. I think about six months later after reading the book, I moved into the ashram and did not move out. This is Yeah, my mom didn't move on that, but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's all good. So yeah, and when I became a dirty, then my mom was serious about the notion of service. And it was, uh, and I could see because my parents were fighting so much before and so much disagreement, when Krishna consciousness came into the, into the program, especially when I became a devotee, and then at least the, the, the relationship, there wasn't so much like heavy fighting, at least a disagreement, but you know, they're carrying on life. And I saw that. And, uh, it, it, and it's, a, it's a big deal when you put Krishna consciousness in. It's saying how the woman is nine times more lustier, uh, in a great influence by Rajan and Tamagun, you know, but it says here by devotional service, the man can be raised to the mode of goodness. So at the mode of goodness, we are free from the contact of Rajagun at least. And in the mode of goodness, then life is happy. That's the symptom of the mode of goodness. At least you have a happy material life. And that's what the village life is, it's actually the mode of goodness. You see the way you see that. You can sleep early. Early to rise, early to bed, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. This is the mode of goodness. And um, when that happens and the mode of goodness becomes prominent, or the devotion service becomes prominent, then I talk to another type of says that my house is your house. My wife is your maidservant, my children are your children. By Krishna Kirtan, by Krishna Kirtan, I'm understanding to go look So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to turn our homes into the look And by introducing more, we pretty much have to make it fun. So we 
Dennis of Mouseburgers and Stock Standard Mouseburgers, okay, we're going to have a period count and a lecture and then we're going to have to shout and go. Well, let's introduce different things. We're going to do a play in there. You know, we did a procession with the deities. You know, they were uh, on your boat and got to this house. And she had an anniversary for Burning Time. And uh, we did Kirtan, and then we took a long position in time. And time is in that speaks. It's in Wukwu. It's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> There's nothing there. There's like, no one's there, you know. Because we came, we landed that morning. We came from Avalon. So Jay, Jay's from South Africa, and he's saying, oh, we're going to go to the high enough town, it's going to be really nice, you know. And he comes, it's like, it's like a ghost town, it's like nothing in it's a country, country place, you know. How do you get like a bus station? <laughs> so anyway, we go to Thailand, and this is Kirtan, and then we start taking the leads out of possession. And then everyone comes out of their homes. And they're like, what's going on here? What's this festival going on here? And we have books with us, and everyone's taking a book. And we start, um, and there's like a lot of Sudanese Africans, you know, and they're like, oh, festival, okay. And they're like, Hare Krishna! Hare Krishna! Hare Krishna! Yeah. <laughs> 
So we kind of fit in there. Kind of fit in where they want to go. They oh, they're like us. Yeah. And it was packed. It was chock a block from like 4 o'clock. We went till 9.30. You know, they just wouldn't go away. So many people would join in like, and I think some videos in there, some photos in there. You go on the beach, you know, people have these beach parties, like, oh, we're a beach party, yeah, calm, you know, it's really cool, and they just drink. This is a party for them, I'm telling you straight. Don't ever go to a bar and act up, I'm telling you what it's like, it's boring as hell. Okay, all they do, this is all they do, right? Okay, loud music is going on. Right? And they just stand there, right? and they go one drink at alcohol. And they're just like trying to talk to their friend, because the music's so loud, they have to yell at their friend. <laughs> the music's too loud to actually talk properly. <laughs> hey, God, yeah, good, I'm good, yeah! <laughs> useless, you know? Yeah, really, it's like this. And they don't dance. They're just like, they're just dancing like this. That's what this is. <laughs> yeah. And they don't even dance together, yeah, everyone dances together, right? You know, they dance, so cool, you know, they just spin around, you know, throw someone in the air, and right? <laughs> These places, no one dances with each other, everyone has like small little group, four, four people there, four people there, four people. no one talks to each other. Alright? And then they're so stupid, alright? They drink, they drink alcohol, you know what alcohol does? It makes you sick. So then they drink, and then they just vomit at the end of the night. <laughs> and then you're completely dehydrated, and then they wake up with this biggest headache. That's why on Sunday, here, you can't make too much noise because they will sleep. Yeah, but, you know, they wake up somehow, see them on the beach, <laughs> see them on the beach. But that's not, that's not part of it. If you want to enjoy it, Enjoy the supreme enjoy. What's your problem? You know, everyone's trying to enjoy it on their own. Yes, on Sasha Chavo, Dupe Yomi, Ayete. It's the source of misery. Dupe Yomi, Ayete. That means it's the source of misery. Try to enjoy it in, in contact with the material senses. Useless. Why? Ariyanta Vantakuntaya, Potation Vantakuntaya. If you're intelligent, you'll know that at the beginning and end. We enjoy with no beginning and no end. Ain't no plan, I can't tell if I can't tell if I don't stop. Sing the same song, I sing the same song 10 years ago, you know, and it gets better and better. There's something in it. And that's what intelligence is. Krishna, I understand Krishna, Sanghupa, that's Krishna. One who has good brain substance, they worship the Lord who is not black, is gold. Gold, gold. And he's always chanting Krishna's name, Krishna And he's appeared not on his own, but with his superpower of parties. The characteristics of Krishna are described to be like a storehouse of love and 
and the punch of tough the appeared, they, they broke open the seal and they drank that nectar of love of God. And the more they drank, the more they thirst grew. Puna Kumpaya Haya Manamata, Nache Kande Hasagaya Yache Manamata. They danced again and again, they danced again and again. Because it made it easier to drink that nectarian love of God. If you dance in Kirtan, it makes it easy to drink that nectar of the Holy Name. It's like, I want that nectar in life. Yes, you have dance in Kirtan. This is my algorithm. Yeah, we sit there. Even the deities, they're standing up dancing. <coughs> they're not sitting up. Unless you're a girl and still have to the garland and then go beyond to sit down for you. <laughs> yeah. So they go beyond the yeah. <laughs> They dance again and again. It's easy to drink that nectar. In this way, they, they dance, they, they laugh, they cry, they sang. Just like madmen. That's how they destroy the love of God. This is who we're supposed to represent. This is what we're a part of. We're supposed to become madmen for Krishna. Actually, the soul is crazy in love with Krishna. That's the only... We, like, we always figure out, oh, I need to fulfill myself in emotion. I'm not giving it too much philosophy. No, the emotional need of the soul is to exchange loving exchanges with, with the Supreme Personality of Krishna. The reservoir of religion. Instead of tapping into the reservoir of misery, which is sense gratification, we should tap into the reservoir of pleasure by, uh, by engaging Christian service. The reservoir of pleasure. Akila Rasa Rita Murti. Everything runs on the Rasa. So we need to taste into that complete uh, nectar form of Rasa, of love. That is Krishna. In this way, um, that's how the household life of any ashram will become favorable. It won't be a struggle so much. We have to work hard to introduce Krishna as much as possible. Whatever food we eat, we offer to the deity. That's what the deity is saying. If the house belongs to the deity, the wife, the husband belongs to the deity, the kids belong to the deity, everything is for the deity. Everything is for the holy name. Sure, yeah. My spiritual master said, like, when he was tempted present Christian Bhagavan Mandir, he would always have someone, one of the ladies, he just ran times would come into his office and say, Hey, check this out, I read this in the Bhagavan. I remember this one part of the purple. It says, Anything attractive in this world is the smile of Krishna. And the, the beautiful sound of birds singing is actually Krishna's whisper. That changes your consciousness completely. It's like a nectar, it's like a gift. So we give each other gifts in the form of nectar we've got from the scripture. We can do that. You can say to your husband, to your wife, to your kids, hey, this is what I heard. This is what I heard in the class. Um, here's some Krishna. Here's a good idea. Chaitananda Prabhu used to wake up the boys in the middle of the night and say, He is a good one. He did that at home. <laughs>
And that's what she was talking about. He took Sanyas, even though his daughter wasn't married. 
I have been feeling pain within my heart. Everyone knows that I am your servant, but somehow I never got the chance to taste the Lord's Mahakusha. Please glance favorably upon me and give me the boon of receiving a handful of Lord Narayan's Mahakusha. This is my own desire. Lakshmi became astonished and surprised to hear my request. She then submissively said, Nara, Lord Narayan ordered me not to distribute these Mahakusha words to anyone. How can I break the order of the Lord, my dear Nara? But listen, I will disobey his order and give you some. Considering my predicament, however, you must wait for some time. Then I'll collect his Mahakusha for you. Fully understanding my situation, Lakshmi appropriately responded with such sweet and compassionate words. Sometime later, the Lord, in a jolly mood, took Lakshmi by the hand and sat it by his side and son. That's why Lakshmi once asked the Lord about the Mahakusha, but she feared his reaction. In a very sexy voice, Lakshmi said, My Lord, I have something to ask you. But I am afraid to speak. I have a problem. I need your help. My Lord, please save your maidservant. Please listen. All aboard of all transmit holidays. I am holding your feet. Smiling slightly with a sign of questioning in his eyes, Lord Narayan cast a glance toward his seduction please. <laughs> Beginning to travel, Sadashi sort of comes to Lord. My Lord, I don't know the cause, but it seems that Lakshmi has a problem. Then Lakshmi said, It's not Sadashan's fault. But Narada Muni's request has been put to me in anxiety. Although nobody knows that Narada has served for 12 years, being pleased, I offered him a boon. Narada repeatedly asked for the same thing. He wants nothing other than Umar Prashad Raymond, my Lord. Although I have no power to disobey your order, I carelessly gave this promise to Narada Muni. Oh, my Lord. Please save me and engage me in your service. Understanding as well. Lord Grant said, Listen, my dear Lakshmi, you made a big mistake. Without my knowledge, you can secretly give my witness to Narayan. After some days had passed, the mother of the universe, Lakshmi, gave me some of Lord Narayan's Mahapushan remnants. I honored the Mahapushan to my full satisfaction. Of course, the incomplete effulgence of Lord Narayan's chant in comparable effulgence of Lord Narayan's chant in the form defeats the combined brilliance of millions of moons and millions of suns, and his indescribable beauty puts millions of Kamadeva's cupids to shame. Yet, by the touch of Lord Mahapushan, my own effulgence and spiritual potency has increased 100 times. Feeling intense spiritual ecstasy, I chanted Hari Krishna and played my ear as I traveled to Kailash to see Which is really a thing. You ate it all yourself? 
without offering me any out of affection, you have come to see me. But why didn't you bring any of this rare treasure? Look, hearing what she was saying was a dissatisfaction. Nara hung his head down the shed. Then Nara remembered that he still had a morsel of Mahushala. With great delight, he quickly gave it to Mahesh, Loshiva, and immediately Loshiva ate the Mahushala. Then, to everyone's surprise, Mahesh Tako, Loshiva began dancing uncontrollably in a joyous ecstasy of love of God. The earth trembled under the pounding of his feet. Everyone became amazed, seeing Mount Severa rocking back and forth in ecstasy due to Lord Shiva's powerful dance. Mother Earth was also rocking dangerously. Overcome by the bliss of pure love of Krishna, Lord Shiva totally forgot himself. His devastating dance threatened to drive the earth planet down to Rasatala, the bottom of the universe. The hood of Anathadev was stretching back to the point of touching the back of Kurma. Startled by this strange tingling sensation, Kurma poked his head out of his cell and stared at Anathadev. <laughs> so if you know the structure of the universe, <laughs> then it makes sense. <laughs> Lord Shiva's loud and important roaring of the Lord's holy name bounced off the dome-like covering of the universe. Reverberated throughout the ten directions, seeing the whole universe shaking in ecstasy and unable to tolerate the way the little she was dancing, Mother Bhumi ran to Mount Kailash. That's your Kirtan. <laughs> With folded hands, Mother Bhumi appealed to Goddess Satyani, Oh, Hamiti Devi, please, I will die if your husband keeps dancing. I see that the whole material world is also in great day, so you better do something. If you want to save the creation from destruction, here, after hearing Mother Bhumi's plea, Parati rushed to the place where Lord Shiva was dancing in a trance of divine ecstasy. With folded hands, Parati gave spoke some harsh words to break Lord Shiva's absorption. His ecstasy broken by Parati's strong words, Lord Shiva regained extreme consciousness, feeling very sad. He said, Devi, why did you just. What you did was. Was not proper. Why did you interrupt my ecstasy? By doing so, you have practically killed me. You are acting like my enemy. I have never tasted so much of this before in my whole life. Why did you stop it? Feeling great and stressed, Parvati spoke again with doleful words. My Lord, just see the earth before you. The weight of your dancing has pushed it down to the bottom of the universe. Because you're threatening to destroy the whole universe, I spoke such strong words to you. Please forgive me for my offense. With a smile of satisfaction, Lord Shiva pardoned his mind. Seeing her husband in a relationship with Pavli humbly asked him a question. Prabhu, every day you dance in ecstasy of pure Krishna. Why is it today your dancing is pushed to the earth out to Rasatala? Your spiritual content. As, as a brilliant as temple in suns, I've never seen you exhibit such a magnificent form. Please tell me, why is it that today you display such unlimited rapture of Christian prayer? Lord Shiva replied, David, listen to the joyful news of my good fortune. Today, the great sage Nara gave me some Lord Nara's mark Prashad remnants. Although glorified in the latest, Vishnu's mark Prashad is inconceivably rare. 
in all the three worlds. It is very difficult to get the Lord's remnants, which are mixed with the neck of Krishna's lips. Today my life is a success. By the mercy of Narayana I receive Lord Narayana's Mahakrishna. This is my real wealth and source of my ecstasy. Noticeably disturbed by her husband's statement, Mahamaya Pavi said, For all this time, I thought that you were always kind and merciful to me. You don't care about me. <laughs> as a husband and wife, we are one. For you accepted me as half of your body. But today your false love is revealed. It's all just pretension. You cheated me. After getting that really attainable marker shot, you ate it all yourself. You give me this. Lord Shiva, feeling slightly guilty, said, Oh, Bali, you have no right to receive this transmission. <laughs> <laughs> it continues on. Do you want me to continue? Yeah? Yes. Okay. Over time. Yes. <laughs> You need to go to this chip. So, okay. You wind it up. Just yeah, this is the parties. Mercy parts. These words inflamed poverty with fierce anger. Poverty said, One of my names is Vaishnavi, and I also have the worship of Lord Vishnu. Now, before this assembly, I make a song down. If Lord Naran bestows his compassion upon me, I will make sure that Lord's Mahaprasha will be distributed to everyone throughout the universe, even to the dogs and jackals. At that moment, the Lord of Vaikuntha Vishnu himself arrived in Kailash to uphold Pavati's promise. Respectively, Pavati stood up and offered obeisances to the Lord. With tears in her eyes, she led aside and told the problems of the Lord. In a joyful mood of I Luchandas narrated the story. Murari Gupta, Continue speaking to Dhamma Pandit. Then Lord Vishnu spoke in a sweet voice, Katyani, don't be in ignorance. You are my Adyashakti, and through you I manifest the entire celebration. I know that you have devotion for me. You are my properties Rupini. You always engage in my devotional service. Without you, the material creation can't exist. The whole creation works with you and your husband, Lord Shiva, as Harai, Mori. Knowing that you are both my very self. Pleasing you removes the misconception that you and Shiva are different from me. Please be assured that I will keep your promise. I will personally distribute my mouth for to everyone in the universe. Lord Vishnu, possessor of jewel like qualities, continues to listen to Now I'll tell you a secret about an ancient episode which will alleviate the miseries of the material world. No one knows the inner meanings of the story concerning the demigods churning the ocean nectar. They used Mandara Mountain as a churning road and Vasuki, the king of snakes, as a rope. The first object they produced from the churning was Kalpataru, a tree which gives unlimited wealth and fulfills all the person's desires. Within the special tree, there was a chanting of torches emanating from the beautiful form of Lord Chaitanya, the supreme embodiment of pure mercy. There has never been a form of incarnation equal to the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya. He is the fountainhead of all incarnations. He will appear in the world displaying the transcendent pastimes by preaching Krishna consciousness. 
I will distribute my mercy to the people again. In the age of Kali, I will manifest the golden form of Sri Guru Mahaprabhu to propagate the sanctity of the congregation chanting my holy names. Taking the form of the golden avatar, I will fulfill your vow, Bhakti, and give love and Krishna to everyone. Please keep this confidential topic secret. In the form of Lord Guranga, the essence of all incarnations of the pool of all transposed, I will deliver all people coming. The preceding conversation between Lord Vishnu Bhakti, which is called Vishnu Katyani Sambhava, was taken from the final part. King Prata Baruta, who was an ocean of transposed, distributed these teachings throughout the time. Narayana continued talking to Lord Mahesh. The Lord ordered me to announce his upcoming appearance in Kali. At that time, the Lord and his eternal service will descend to earth to remove all calamities. The Supreme Lord, in the form of Lord Narayana, will appear in the Brahman family. Lord Shiva and Pai became very happy after hearing the good news from Narayana. Bliss filled the home of Lord Shiva as everyone loudly chanted the holy name of the Lord. Sounds of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Shri Chitayama 